As a health professional, beauty and aging are the centerpiece of my research. And one thing is clear, if you want to age well, you would better keep your NAD levels high. NAD is a molecule in the human body that is vital to aging well and remaining youthful in so many ways. NAD creates energy, maintains healthy DNA, detects and uses nutrients efficiently, and even protects your cellular health. Unfortunately, from age 30 to age 70, NAD levels decline up to 65%. Simply put, when your NAD levels decline, aging accelerates. That's why if you care about aging well, you need to get Qualia NAD. Qualia NAD is a clinically tested supplement that can boost your NAD levels up to 50%. It's a vegan, non-GMO blend of three key naturally derived ingredients called NAD precursors that your body can readily convert into NAD. And 11 additional ingredients that support your body's NAD production. Qualia NAD is the easiest way to support your NAD levels deep into life, so you can stop losing one of the most vital molecules in your body for remaining youthful and in your prime. So if you're over 30, help stop your declining NAD levels with Qualia NAD risk-free for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com forward slash radiance and use code radiance will score you an additional 15% off. That's qualia NAD at neurohacker.com forward slash radiance with code radiance to age incredibly well from the inside out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special episode here with Dr. Mark Wade. We are going to be covering a number of really cool topics, including how you can get the best information online at this time, because we're kind of in an era of a lot of things are being hidden when you're trying to look for things. So we are going to be talking in code a little bit in this episode so things don't get, you know, flagged and stuff like that. Uh, so just you'll kind of feel that out. We're going to be kind of dodging words, but that's just so that this message continues to get out. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Rachel Varga. I'm a board certified aesthetic nurse specialist. I just help people get great skin, right? The skin's our largest organ. It's also a big reflection of what's going on inside. So I like to make that connection with uh, leading health experts and icons on the Rachel Varga podcast here. We are live on the Facebook page, the YouTube channel. So please leave your questions and comments in the comment section down below. We are gonna be answering them live here, which is super fun. So we have Dr. Mark Wade joining us today. So Dr. Mark Wade, tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Thanks, Rachel, for having me here. Excited to kind of share the, the summit strategy with some of your audience. Um, Dr. Mark T. Wade, there is a doctor on the front of that. There's actually two of them. Um, I, I usually say that just makes me the biggest nerd in the room more than anything. Um, I ran a healthcare practice for about a decade and decided I wanted to help more people, but I didn't really want to have more clinics. Uh, so I set out to try and start this online business thing and uh, quickly realized how difficult and challenging it was. That, that's a little over a decade at this point. Um, and I finally found one strategy through through a podcast, which is why I'm a huge fan of podcasts. Uh, my, good, my now good buddy, Pat Flynn, was talking about this concept of a virtual summit. At that time, didn't know what it was, but I was, tried everything else. So I set out to do this virtual summit and it actually 
uh, after you know a decent amount of work and effort, I, it was the first thing that actually got us any success. And then once I found something that worked, I doubled and tripled down on it. We started running um, two to four multi-day summits, four to eight one-day summits every year in our business, but there was still a problem. It was still really, really difficult and challenging. Uh, and that's when I decided, you know, there's got to be a solution to this, a way to fix this. And I then created the first ever platform for hosting virtual summits. So a SaaS company called Virtual Summit Software. And about four years ago, I exited the other company and went full on into the Virtual Summit Software space because I found my true passion, my true calling, which is helping people with a message, get that message out to the world. And you're definitely one of the experts that I lean to to help me and we had the opportunity to meet last year and you know you're doing some amazing things just to help people get access to information that's going to change their lives and also for practitioners like myself we have a lot of you know doctors and nurses and other healers and healthcare professionals from all over the world tuning in to this podcast so there's kind of something for everybody in this one if you're sort of like the provider or also the patient, uh, you're gonna learn about really what I consider to be the future of accessing health-based health information because we're kind of at home a little bit more. And uh, we can you know, really take advantage of some things that are online, but there's really important things that you need to be aware of that's actually limiting your access to information that could be helpful for you. So that's why we're talking about summits. So in this episode, we're going to cover how you can get the best information online with leading health experts or experts in any field using online summits and why this is more important than ever. It's it's a resource. So that's why I'm wanting to share this with you guys. So Dr. Mark Wade, say someone's tuning in, they're a physician, a healthcare provider, uh, or an expert in their field, and they're just wanting to, you know, share and, and help others make smarter choices. Like for me, I like to help people navigate away from wasting loads of money on procedures and skincare that aren't going to give them the results that they want and just focus on more research backed, um, you know, things that are going to be providing results. So what are the things that people need to know to build out a platform and share their message to help others? And where do summits fit into that? Well, I feel, you know, regardless healthcare professional or not, uh, everyone has a message inside of them that the world needs to hear. The challenge becomes how do we get that message out? So if we're talking specifically towards the healthcare providers, well, you know, you have something that the world needs to hear. You, you know, there's people out there suffering that have problems that really need the knowledge and the information you have. Uh, the challenge becomes how do you get that out? So there's a couple ways of doing this specifically with a summit. Uh, the easiest is you can be a speaker on a virtual summit. So what's really cool about this is one, if you think of like a conference, it's not exactly a conference, but think we can use conference uh, as a descriptor here. So imagine being able to speak on a stage to potentially tens of thousands of people who need to hear the information you have. And on top of that, you never actually have to leave your house to do it or your office to do it. So there's a lot of huge advantages or benefits there um, on top of being able to help even more people uh, and get that message out to far more people by speaking on a summit. Now, if you're one of the motivated healthcare professionals out there that you're you're trying to build maybe your brand or you're trying to really get that, you're, you're trying to build a business moving into like the online space or sector, well, this is one of the fastest ways to do it. So when you are the host of a summit, 
you are the one bringing all these kind of either topic experts or industry experts in to essentially solve these problems. Actually, Rachel, I want to take one step back and just what is a virtual summit? I know some people, I can hear them thinking right now, like, wait, wait, what is this virtual summit? So let's, let's just quickly explain what that is. A virtual summit is historically or traditionally a, a set of pre-recorded either interviews or presentations, uh, you know, information that solves a problem or a series of problems for a specific audience by bringing together topic experts or industry experts over a set period of day, a set period of time. So, um, and, and it's typically not always, but it's typically free to attend. So from the attendee standpoint, from the audience standpoint, you have a problem that you need help. You need information to, you're looking for a solution to this problem. Uh, let's say Rachel, she puts on this summit, which is on that specific problem or topic. And then she brings some of the world's top experts to explain solutions or potential causes of, and just uh, increasing your knowledge. And you get that all for free. And some of these experts are all across the world. So you would have to, you know, travel across the world, pay thousands and thousands of dollars to get access to that information. And you can all do it from the comfort of your home for free over a set period of time. I mean, it's a phenomenal concept here. So with that being said, now from a, from a health provider standpoint, um, you, you want to get this information in front of more people. And if we're talking even about it from a business standpoint, we need an audience to talk to. We need people um, that we can give that message to. And that's the, actually, that's one of the most challenging things in business or anything really is creating an audience. Um, that's why we have platforms like webinars. We have platforms like podcasts. We have these, these venues or ways to actually get our message out to more people. The problem is sometimes they're very slow at building. Like I have a podcast myself and it's a lot of work. I mean, everybody here needs to give Rachel a big pat on the back for the amount of work, time and energy she puts into this. I, know I just my know it's helping people. I get emails every single day, direct messages. Rachel, thank you so much for sharing the information you do, you share and all that. That's why I do it. And I was actually able to host my own summit earlier this year to get some really great health information out. And I kind of had to focus it on, um, you know, whole family health kind of thing. But I wanted to give people the tips and tricks that they needed in order to navigate really difficult times. I'm not going to be saying explicit words as to what those times were, but you guys all know I have to speak that way. And I did it for free. I just wanted to help people. So pulled in 15 health experts all over the world, North America, Australia, UK in a three hour session. And it was free because I just wanted to help people. So that's why I did it. And you have some really slick ways of doing it. You're, you're like, you're the godfather of health summits for sure. Well, and you bring up a really great uh, point here. You were able in a moment of need to provide support and information for people who need it. So I, it doesn't matter which side of the coin you're on. If you're somebody who needs the information, this is an amazing resource to get access to. The problem is there's, I mean, if you're in the summit space like myself, you might be like, oh, there's lots of summits out there. But just from a perspective here, webinars, and we've all heard of webinars or these masterclasses. Just to put it in perspective, there's about 240,000 thousand masterclass or webinars every month. Last year, there was less than 3000 virtual summits. 
period. So there's really not a lot of these and there's so many people that need this information. So one, if you're an audience member or you're somebody that has the problem, getting access to that is phenomenal. On the other side, if you're a business professional and you have a message or you have information, this is the great way to do it. The other aspect of this is a lot of times um, in business, but especially in healthcare, I know when I first started my clinic, uh, you know, this was back decades ago, but when I was first, when I first had my clinic, you know, I was the new kid on the block. Nobody knew me. I had no expertise or authority because people were like, well, who are you? Well, one of the quickest ways to gain expertise, influence, authority, however you want to call it, is to be seen with other people of expertise, influence, or authority. So when you host your own summit, you are you are the owner of it. You're the provider of it. And so people look at you with these world-renowned experts, and, and it's called expert leverage. You are leveraging the expertise, the credibility, uh, the audience, et cetera, of these other people who are on your summit. So it immediately helps build kind of your positioning. And then, of course, from that perspective, you build this audience that you now get to share your message, your knowledge with, and help them, you know, help improve their lives. Yeah. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about also being on a couple of summits myself, it's about collaboration, right? I love taking part in other summits, you know, buying them myself so I can hear some of the experts say things in more of like a a private setting than just more in the public online space. So you will actually get a greater degree of insight into some of these experts information than what they're going to be sharing for free online, because we can't really share everything we want online right now, because you won't see it, uh, simply put. So if you're wanting to get access to top experts in different fields, the health summits are or summits in general are a great resource. They're, one of the things that I've learned about them is that they're different from like the free webinars because all of these people are just smashed together and you get a sense of people's speaking style, if their message and their way of being resonates with you. So in your opinion, tell us why summits are so valuable for people wanting to like find that person to help them with a specific thing. I mean, are extremely valuable. When we talk about webinars, I mean, webinars are great, but it's kind of a slower process, if you will. And usually, you know, it, it, it's, it may be shorter amount of time, but the, the way I look at a summit is if almost, if you think about like online education, like, okay, if you wanted to go get a master's at something, you're going to have to spend a lot of time. It's going to be a lot of different topics. Well, if there's an, a thing that you are trying to learn, so we've been talking about health summits, but if there's anything like if there, are you wanting to learn how to be a better a painter? Are you wanting to learn about how to be able to uh, communicate with your dog better? I mean, we've had dog psychic summits, actually. Well, right? I mean, there's, <laughs> if you can think of it, there it's probably out there. But the point of this is it is getting like and you know, it's not an, it's not an actual master's, but it's like getting a master's worth of information in a very short amount of time. So if you're kind of like me, like I, when I want to know something, I want to know as much about it as possible. I want to know it now. I don't want to wait two years and I don't, I don't like the slow, long, tedious route, although that is beneficial at times. I just want it all now. And who better to tell me than the top experts on those subjects? So a summit, like we said, it brings these experts in. You can get all of that information in one day, two days, three days, you know, five days, whatever that is. Uh, and you have access to it all right there. And the other aspect of it is it's usually kind of unfiltered, pure information. So if you're on a, in most summits, I can't, I can't speak for all of them, but most of the summits, the ones that we run, the ones that I'm aware of, and the ones I see very often, 
the speakers on there aren't selling anything, right? They're, they're just giving information. There's no sale at the end of that session. Now there, there's ways to access and purchase and keep other things or go further with people, but you're not getting pitched a bunch of, of stuff. You're on there hearing amazing information and you know, it's true. These are the experts doing it. So I feel like it's one of the quickest ways to take your, your knowledge or your expertise from novice to, to at least, um, knowledgeable, if not even closer to expert level on a specific topic. Mm -hmm. And it's great for me as a provider and an expert in one field to be able to recommend, uh, type of summit or resource to someone who might reach out to me who has a question about, you know, mold or nutrition or detoxing or, or all of these things. And yeah, it's just, it's just fantastic. And what's cool about the summits is that people are sharing research that is like out today, right? So it's very current information. So this is a pretty, this is a little bit of a tricky topic for me because there's so much that I want to be sharing with people, but I'm not able to. And when I did my initial live summit with uh, 15 health experts in three hours, don't tell me how I did it or had the energy to, but you, you were rooting for me in the corner, which, which was awesome. Uh, but unfortunately my stuff online got, you know, for a couple of months and it's tricky because I want to share helpful information and I can't. So that's why these summits are great because you'll get that stuff that um, is recorded, you purchase it. So it doesn't have like all the different, you know, uh, crawlers going through it and flushing it out so that you don't see it. So in your opinion, Dr. Mark Wade, what are some of the issues we are currently seeing with information not reaching the people it's meant to reach right now? Well, when it, <laughs> that is a tricky uh, question to answer there. W what we are seeing is there's definitely information that's being, for lack of a better word, you know, pushed down, if, okay. if you will. Perfect and way. it's it's coming from a variety of different places. Um, and the thing is, the problem with that is you don't know it because you never, you just never see it. It's, it's not like you saw it and it's gone or, 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 you know, like somebody's, you know, I mean, we are, I guess, informing you of it, but it's not like it's something that's just known and then you see it and now it's not there. Um, the thing I to kind of pivot that just a little bit so I can actually give some real specific answers here is the good news is you, there is a way to get that information out to people. So whichever side there's, there, I'm going to talk specifically to the healthcare professionals right now for a moment is you have, if, if you don't own your own platform, if you don't have your own platform, you are at the jeopardy or the risk of the people who do own the platform. doesn't matter what that is with the summit. It gives you your own platform. And what's really cool about this is the primary way of the information about or on the summit getting out, I mean, is through speakers promoting it. And let me explain that and why that's important is yes, people can share it on social and it can go, you know, you can do ads if you want to, but let's say you just absolutely could not. And there's been some summits that have happened in the last year that were on topics that couldn't even go on to social media. You weren't even allowed to put the, like the domain on there. But they still had amazing summits because what it was is the speakers that were on the summit. It, uh, Rachel mentioned collaborative. We call it a collaborative marketing strategy. The speakers on the summit share that with their audiences. And so now it goes from your audience of 
X number to times 30 of audiences. And now you've got a massive audience that can hear this information because it's almost bypassing the other platforms altogether. So that's an extremely powerful way. If you've got a message that you need to get out, but you're being, you're being blocked from getting that message out. So that's, that's number one. The aspect of this though, is on top of that, is it really allows you to essentially share or talk about whatever you want. Again, we're, we're specifically talking health healthcare here, but I mean, I've seen summits in almost every niche or industry, some extremely peculiar, some extremely relevant. It's kind of like podcasts in a way. So the way I describe summits, it's like the loyalty of a podcast with the power of a TV show. It's like, if you like to learn people who listen to podcasts, they like to learn, they like to get that information. So the same thing's true with the summit. It's just, you get it like all of it right up front, right there in, in real time. So I would say, there's not much we can do about current situations. And essentially you're not going to change the powers that be, but there are a ways around that. And if you have a message that the world needs to hear, you can't hold back from that. You got to find a venue, find a way. And a, a summit is an excellent option with that. Mm -hmm. And last year when we had the opportunity connect, to connect, you know, we're all in this room about 500 um, I just felt like I was in a room of of my tribe, and I've never felt that before, even in my nursing field. Uh, but you know, I, I that's the second sort of time I felt it. But the the most beautiful, you know, room I've been in has been in this room of forward thinking healthcare providers wanting to get their message out. So what we were learning about from other experts in the field was that. Uh, actually, JJ Virgin had put up on the screen a list of different websites and the change in traffic and the significant drop in traffic and the redirection from all of these wonderful holistic health websites to two major uh, North American based websites. And what we currently know is this is still happening. This is happening a year ago, pretty significantly. It's probably happening even more now. So doing the online summits is actually a really great workaround if you're still wanting to access information. Another tip is to actually subscribe to people's newsletters. I just, uh, I'm on Dave Asprey's newsletter and I love it because he'll give different tips for being able to like find information for yourself that you need. But definitely sort of the, the health talks one. So on your website, you list out some of the, the summits that are available to date. So tell us a little bit about that with your website resource, uh, summittalks.online. And if you check out the show notes below, below there's going to be the link so that you can check it out as well. Well, what, what ended up going through my mind this year is I realized we had a situation. There was a, a lot of people were suffering and this is a in, in every industry niche expert. I mean, it, this wasn't just in health. This was people, you know, not having jobs, not having uh, a way to even just express themselves creatively, things like that. And what it, it kind of came through me is we, I wanted to really help. I've been helping people get their message out to the world, but it was time to kind of take this like to the extreme. And so what I ended up doing is I ended up bringing together over 120 summit experts, virtual summit experts, and, and having them go through and give their talk about what their summit was about, what their message was, like, why do they do the summit? So we look at the summit as the vehicle of getting your message out to the world. So if you are in, in, in the business space, this is a great way to grow your business, grow your audience, grow your tribe and get that message out there and help people. So what I wanted to do is is show that it's actually possible. Cause I know a lot of times people come to me and they go, well, Mark, I know a summit sounds great, but could I actually do
do it because I am A, B, or C, or I'm in this niche industry or profession? The answer is yes. So brought 120, again, I keep talking about some of these bizarre, peculiar summits. It's incredible to hear the story. And what I love most about it is most of these people were just getting started. So, I mean, if you're already like crushing it in business, this is like pouring gasoline on the fire. But if you're just getting started, you're still trying to get your message out there. You're still trying to build your audience. These are people that were just like you three months before their summit. And then after their summits, they now have this engaged uh, a tribe of people that are like, yes, we love what you have. Tell us more, take us further. And so on top of that, they're talking about their messages in the different industries, but they're sharing insights and tips into what worked and what didn't work. I mean, it's one of the most valuable resources I've ever put together. And then on top of that, we actually brought together some of the top some coaches in the world sharing insight, like sharing strategies on how to build, host, and run a summit. So if for anybody that's like, you know what, that sounds like a great strategy, but where do I start? Well, we just laid it all out there for you. you get in again, just like we were talking about the power of summits being connected with the top minds. Well, I brought the top summit experts who help people all over the world do this on a regular basis. And we've decided to just make it for free. So we put this all together. You can go in, you can hear these amazing stories. You can hear the messages that they have. And you can also learn and decide like, you know, I have a message. Do I want to get that out to the world? Would a summit be right for me? Well, if you decide yes, well, then you also have the resources at your fingertips to get started on that and start building that platform to get your message out there. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of uh, my clients that reach out online for one-on-one -on -one work around, you know, their skin, you know, cleaning things up a little bit, getting rid of red acne scars, rosacea, brown spots, saggy skin. You know, I work all the way from pensioners to celebrities, a lot of male celebrities online, actually, which is really cool. Guys are really caring about their appearance as well. And there's so many people I meet with, like that are clients of mine that are also professionals in their own right, that can really benefit from adding this into what they're currently doing. Because this is definitely a time to adapt and evolve. And if you don't, you will get left behind. And what you're currently doing and the way you're offering it, uh, you know, won't get seen. So one of the cool things about online summits is, you know, why are attending online summits more cost effective and the way of the future? Number one, you don't have travel and accommodation, although I'm going to miss, you know, giving you a great big hug uh, at this at this year's summit that uh, we're a part of uh, that's typically in person. But what's your take on this? Is it more economical? Is it a better use of your time? We'll never, ever get rid of in-person completely. I hope not. I mean, because I'm an extrovert and I love the hugs and the high fives and the uh, the communion that happens with hanging out with like-minded people. Um, with that being said, the world is changing. Uh, in, uh, this is the fastest it's ever changed in front of our eyes since the internet, honestly. Um, this, this change that was, that has happened, they predicted would take several years. They, I mean, they've predicted everything would start to move more online, education-based, et cetera. So now it's the time to either like dig in and kind of be that, you know, you know, that archaic dinosaur that eventually, you know, dies off or it goes extinct or you can evolve. And right now is a great time to evolve because it's not actually that complicated. And when you understand the aspects of it, uh, it's actually quite simple. Now, why is it cost effective from both sides of it? You already mentioned like just lack of travel, like right now, right there. That's one thing. If you're attending a summit, what I really love about that is you don't actually have to leave your family, your friends, your work, you know, like it doesn't really disrupt your schedule 
which for me is a big one. Like time, time is my most valuable asset. Um, so it doesn't disrupt your schedule. Um, also you can like just from the point of getting that knowledge, I mean, cost actually more so than even like what you would have to pay to normally get an hour of that expert's time is how much of your time would it take to go find that expert to begin with? Like you have somebody like Rachel, who's like already done the work, already done all of the, uh, the legwork and the searching and finding the best of the best of the best to bring to you. You just got to sit there and listen to it. So to me, that's like an extremely valuable resource. And then if we're coming at it from the healthcare professional side, I mean, I run in-person events too. I have a conference called Summit Fest Live in New Orleans and it's not ex- it's not cheap to run events. I have masterminds if you do retreats or or even in-person meetups. The the cost that goes into that and the time and energy that goes into that is quite expensive. So now they have like our, our software, for example, the virtual summit software was created to make it quicker and easier than ever to actually host a summit. So now you don't have to worry about all of the expenses. You don't have to worry about massive amount of times or even like difficulty of tech. Like, I mean, you used to have to have developers and coders and things like that. So now everything has just been simplified down to make it easier for people like you who have a message to get that message out to the world, which is the most important aspect. So I feel like if you're even remotely feeling compelled to this, there's definitely something inside of you that's saying, Hey, you know, I've seen, you can't ignore it at this point. It's, it's everywhere. The world is, is in front of you showing you that this is what's going to happen. I mean, everything from online education and universities to schools to, you know, even kids and, and now workspaces. Like, I mean, everything, everybody's going virtual for a reason in it's going to be like that. So you can either dive in now and still be on the front edge of the curve, which is what I like to be like more of the pioneer than the person just following the flow. Uh, you can do that because right now you can still be a pioneer in this space. Mm-hmm. So question for you, Netflix versus online summit. So yeah, yeah. We've talked about, you know, professional development, personal health development, but let's just talk about entertainment for a second. So one of my friends actually did one of your summits. Uh, she, she created a summit through you. She did this pet event, right? Which is really cool. And I was really cool. I, happy to see, you know, one of my friends locally also doing this stuff too, which is fantastic. So what do you think about from an entertainment perspective, Netflix versus online summits? <laughs> that is so great. I love that. Well, I actually regularly teach the concept that a summit needs to be one educational. People want to learn something. If it was just entertaining, they would just watch Netflix. I mean, that's what Netflix is there for. But at the same time, they do want some entertainment. So we need what we call edutainment style summits. Now you're going to find some that veer more on one side or the other. The best is to kind of create that middle mix where they're getting really great knowledge, but at the same time, they're having fun too. And there's so many different ways to do that. Uh, like the virtual pet summit was an amazing, it was a great example of that. Um, but they, they, they don't have to be difficult either. It can be things as simple as like, if you're in the business space, you can have a breakout where people get to ma- mastermind or crowdsource knowledge. Um, if you're in the entertainment space, you can have a virtual DJ come on or a band play and stream that. I mean, there's all kinds of ways that we can get creative now and create ed- entertaining style summits, which is really what we specialize in is really what we're looking for is give education, you know, but at the same time, how are we going to make people have fun and keep them on the summit so that it's not just information that they've actually had an experience as well? Yeah, I love that. And another question for you, 
Netflix documentaries versus online summits. So I have watched, you know, a number of the different health documentary series, such as like the Goop Lab. And then, you know, there's this other one called, I think, Unwell or something like that. And I think it's great how they kind of show both sides, but you still have like a director, you still have, you know, an agenda in the background. So that's kind of different when you're looking at like a documentary on Netflix. It's like, who's making it? What's their agenda? And all of that stuff. So with the online summits, it's more like you have all of these health experts sharing their perspectives. So if you're considering wanting to access more, maybe accurate information or more peer reviewed type of inf- I know this is the wrong type of word because we taught we use peer reviewed with academic articles which I love writing by the way I'm such a nerd but what was your take on Netflix documentaries versus online summits well you bring up a valid point there is you know if it's if it's on a medium as big as that or any other one of that nature or size I, it's there for a reason it's there to make money I mean that's that's the old, it's not going to be on there if it does not make money. Now it doesn't mean it doesn't have some accurate or some good. And some of them aren't great ones. I'm just saying if it's on that kind of medium, there's been millions of dollars poured into it to get a certain either perspective across or goal across or a financial outcome. And that's the number one goal. The thing with summits is most of these are people like you and me who are running businesses or, you know, we're still working with patients or things like that. You know, we're not creating a, a Netflix style, you know, in, in production. We are, what we're trying to do is curate information. And if I reached out to my friends and say, Hey, come on my summit. And I only want you to say a, B and C, they'd say, see you later, Mark. You know, so we can't really curate the information. Like we, you, you, what I'm trying to say is if you're listening to a summit or watching a summit, the information is going to be raw and real and probably most current, like what's happening at that moment. Uh, because these are again, topic and industry experts who are most of them, like still hands in, you know, still in the trenches, doing things, bringing that information to you. Not to mention, it's a really fun way to meet people. And yeah, I'm all about collaboration. So those 15 people that I had on my summit talking about whole family well-being during, you know, crazy times when everyone's at home together, how we don't like, you know, tear each other's heads off. So we all get along and look after ourselves, body, mind, spirit, energy. And I made some really great friends in the process. We've collaborated lots together. I've been able to send some of the things that I like to offer and vice versa. It's just the, co- the concept of collaboration and connection and unity, it's really cool. So even if you're feeling kind of like alone in your field, take a look at some of the summits that are relevant to what you're doing. Make some friends. Like I said, I've like, I haven't been lonely during this time. I've actually made some pretty cool friendships. So, so what's your kind of take on that with if you're feeling isolated in your, your field, you're working from home? Do you think it's a good kind of way to connect with people and have some fun yourself? Well, it's for sure that, and I'd say even or alongside of that, one of the things I love best about summits is the relationships from a collaborative standpoint. Yeah. Like, I mean, they become my friends. We end up, you know, virtually hanging out regularly, but it also creates a lot of opportunities. Like as a business professional opportunities can be, be hard to come by sometimes, but it, it never fails. Every time I host a summit, I start just getting messages in my inbox being like, Hey Mark, you just popped into my mind or, Hey, I was just thinking about you. And it's, 
It's like, no, nah, you weren't just that you saw me on the summit, which is why you're now thinking of me. But the point of that is it brings these opportunities in, in all of the, you know, and that's one of the things I asked every single uh, host yourself included that was on, that's on summit talks. I said, what was the biggest impact you've received from hosting these summits? Now, some of the people on there have generated audiences of a hundred thousand people. I mean, like that feel like two football stadiums, right? They've, they've made, some of them have made millions of dollars from the services they were able to offer to people who needed those services after. But nobody, when I asked that question, nobody said, what's the biggest impact was the audience I generated or the money I made, even though those were really big things that happened. What they said was it was the relationships I created with the other speakers and the opportunities that then came from those relationships. Mm-hmm. So I have a random question because you are the creator of, you know, these online summits. Like I said, the Godfather here in the flesh, virtual flesh. Um, but you have a lot of insight into the back end. So what I notice is that, you know, 95% of my audience are from the USA. A lot of them are from California. So what, which country in your experience in looking at the back end analytics, which country has the most pop participation in online summits? Well, if we were just going to give it a general, like a general overview, then for sure the U.S. has most participation or most audiences when it comes to summits. But like breaking broken down into individual basis, the summits typically bring the audience of where the speakers are located. So, for example, if I were to run a summit, you know, in in with speakers all all located in Canada, yeah, there would be some people from the U.S. and there'd probably be some people from Europe. But there's going to be a primary source of people from Canada. Now, if I have a mixture, I'm going to get a mixture. And there's a lot. Here's the here's the fun thing. Again, big nerd over here. A lot of people don't see the other summits that are happening because they're not in their country. So, for example, there are a lot of virtual summits that happen in Asia. Like, I mean, all like all like lots of them and, and probably as much as there are in the U.S. And they have huge audiences, but it's all Asians that are on there as speakers. And so the audience is primarily an Asian based audience. Uh, I will say the least. Well, other than like kind of a, a you know, a small country, uh, when we're talking about kind of the main places, the place I think that has the biggest potential, if we have any Spanish speakers listening to this, there is huge opportunities for Spanish speaking summits. There's some that are happening, but I mean, it is like a drop in the bucket and people, when the people who do run a Spanish speaking summit, uh, they're incredible. It's like they're on fire because the, the, the audience, the people are, they're craving that knowledge and information and they can't get it. So if we have any uh, Spanish speaking uh, members listening into this, you should heavily be considering this strategy. I love it. love it. Well, it's just been an absolute pleasure having you here on the show, Dr. Mark Wade, to talk about the future of getting information, both from a personal, professional, entertainment perspective. So I teach a lot of providers, physicians, nurses all over the world on rejuvenation. You can learn more about that at rejuvenationtraining.com. And also, if you are listening and you want some skin guidance, you can book a call with me at rachelvarga.ca. Dr. Mark Wade, do you have any closing words for our talk today? Absolutely. So I firmly believe that you listening right now, that you have a message inside of you. You have an impact to make in this world, that there are people out there that would be better off in the world hearing the message you have. 
You just need a little help getting that message out there. And I would invite you to join us on Summit Talks, hear other people who are in your exact shoes and how they got their message out and hopefully be inspired to take your message and take it out to the world. Awesome. What a pleasure. Thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode on the Rachel Varga podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review. I'd love to hear from you what you learned from this episode, what you'd like to learn more of. I love connecting with you know each and every one of you. Send me a DM, send me an email. I check all that stuff myself uh, so it won't go unnoticed and kind words are always appreciated. And Dr. Mark Wade, pleasure having you on the show. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you.